Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spiritual Unity Radio Network, a station dedicated to the concept that all manifestations of the divine are equally valid. Join Reverend Terry Power HP, Robin McKean, and all the hosts for programming covering a wide range of spiritual topics right here on Blog Talk Radio. show in February. That's what I thought it was. The third, the, the third, the 10th, and the 17th. It's the third show in February of 2019. Wow. Month and a half has already gone by. That's, that's uh, more than 10% of the year has already gone by. It is 9 p.m.-ish, a little after, on a Sunday evening. And it is time for another exciting adventure in the ongoing saga of an emerging forest. And this week is no different because this week I have a bunch of stuff to talk about. Just like I always have a bunch of stuff to talk about, but it's all about the same thing as we well know. So I talk a whole bunch bunch of stuff, and at the end, I come back and I talk about expanding fertility. I talk about the present status quo of decreasing fertility. I talk about about knowing that where you are and what you're doing to be doing, and not to be ashamed of following your passion. And... Then I challenge everybody to um, spend some time, uh, regardless of how little time you have outside of your J-O-B, to uh, be with your inner self and to put efforts into um, what into into the voice inside you that wants to go in a particular direction. This week, uh, I have been 
I have received a lot of phone calls from people, a lot of a lot of messages, and have been on the phone with guiding a lot of people to find wholesale produce. And I've been getting remarks from a lot of uh, people that I really trust and understanding uh, literally how hard it is out there. Well, I mean, back in the day, back in the 60s and 70s, there was only one wage earner in the household. And uh, quote, unquote, those folks back then had a better standard of living than we do now with two wage earners in the household. So inflation might not be stated as being very high, but it sure as heck is high because now you're having double the number of labor hours to not achieve the same quality standard of life. So finding um, when, when people are desperate um, and they need something, they don't settle for something else and they want to find what they want to find, and it so happens that uh, in such cases, uh, they either find a solution or they get very upset and they drink a lot, or they basically break off from the society and, and find a new way to go. And at this point, I am trying to create an exit ramp and an exit uh, group of people um, because uh, the society that we are in is a decreasing uh, fertility of mind society and um, that is absolutely counter to my inner beliefs of uh, wanting a uh, bright, bright blue beautiful uh, place to live um, Lots of green stuff. The name of my show and Emerging Forest speaks to all of that. So I would like to talk about a few topics tonight because um, this show is going to be posted in various places, um, especially in the um, support for um, wholesale, uh, produce wholesaler support group. Um, that I just created uh, yesterday for people who are um, walking away from the grocery store or running away from the grocery store, whichever, um, whichever speed you want to say that uh, you're moving away from the grocery store at. So I found my way to uh, wholesalers much the same way that you found your way to wholesalers. I really loved um, the raw vegan lifestyle, and um, Whole Foods was the place I was going, Whole Foods and Wegmans, and the bills were just too high. Um, and so I was looking for a solution, and I found one by going to the wholesaler. And I was um, fortunate enough to be living on the main line in, outside of Philadelphia, and quote-unquote only be 45 minutes away from the wholesaler um, because I could do that um, and come back and, you know, just on, a, just on a single box of sweet potato, I would save myself $100. 
um, over grocery store prices. And um, now as I've gotten further down the road and I actually have a produce club where I help other people do the same, um, my practices actually come full circle because just in the last couple of weeks, I have started a, a consulting business where people call me from around the United States and ask me to guide them um, to a wholesaler. And what I do is I look at their area and I suggest um, companies that they should call. And we work through how to call those, those companies. And I basically say, this is exactly what you should say. And um, I provide them a frame of reference for the dynamic of what goes on inside a wholesaler um, so they know uh, what to look for. And that's sort of the end of the first call. It takes anywhere between a half an hour and three quarters of an hour to go through that call. And then the um, person who's consulting with me goes and does their homework. And they basically call up. Because wholesaling and any business relationship is about the relationship first and about the product second. So I don't want to be the one making the phone calls because I've already got that skill down. I want the person who is calling to be the stumbling a little bit awkward person calling up for their first time and forming a relationship with 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 with, with whichever salesperson um, they do get or whichever contact they do get, so that that organization then has a full memory of this person uh, calling up from their earliest days until you know, much later in their career when they're buying um, once a month twice a month, every week, however often they're buying. So that person calls up and gets all the information, and then I basically consult with them afterwards. I um, look at the price list. I explain the price list. I look at it to see if this is a real wholesaler, if the prices are reasonable. And then I coach the person on how to make the purchase. And... They, there might be several layers as to our investigation. Uh, you might start out for geographic location, and you need to um, look around and find some options. And that might not be immediately incredibly apparent where you need to look and where you need to go in order to find what you need to find. Um, I do my best, and I'm, getting, I'm gaining more experience. Now, it's been extremely, beyond extremely gratifying to me that uh, my first two consultees in the Virginia area are, have both, uh, quote, unquote, gone shopping and both been to the wholesaler more than once uh, having only consulted with me like three and a half-ish weeks ago 
uh, they've really just run with it. And in addition to that, in a step that's almost um, never done but is incredibly important, uh, they've actually published, hey, I was here and this is what I got. And that's something that is amazing um, and uh, very, very uh, good to see because then other people get to see the actual action and the actual um, quote-unquote produce hall of not only um, our groups in the um, Collingswood uh, just, just across the river from uh, Philadelphia and Levittown and um, th this area and Levittown and a little bit from the uh, Maryland and Delaware group but also uh, to see that it's not, you know, okay, we have this, I have this relationship with the Philadelphia Regional Produce Market. The other people who are going direct also have a relationship with the, uh, with the Philadelphia Regional Produce Market, but it doesn't just work here. It works in Virginia. It works in Ohio. It works anywhere. There's a wholesaler and there are wholesalers everywhere. So every, everyone, can find their way to a wholesaler and save a great deal of money and get, you know, fantastic specials and get uh, really fresh produce. And I don't want to say, hey, it's fresher than so-and-so to you to make your own mind up whether it's fresher or not. So thank you to um, Miranda and thank you to Dusty for uh, being uh, such incredible uh, first consultees, first students, if you want to put it that way. And thank you to Kim for basically, um, quote unquote, hinting, saying, hey, this could be uh, a great business for you. Uh, it's, once again, it's a lot of work, just as produce is, produce is a lot of work. Uh, but it is also um, bringing together a network, which is the next thing on the list of, okay, now once I've got the practice down in this area, um, how do we hook everybody else up that can be hooked up, create a network across the United States, create a network um, across this uh, game space. I don't want to call it a globe because I have a difference of opinion, so I'll just leave it at that. Um, so now that we're here and now that we have a, something in progress, which is sort of this level of the strategic game, and there's a lot of gamesmanship that we can play because if you've got a bargain that is, um, down in, uh, Maryland, and I have someone in my produce club with a connection to me who lives in Elkton, Maryland, not in folks all the way down in Virginia, and I get let know that there's a super bargain down there. Um, well, we can send somebody off from the, quote, unquote, the southern reaches of the produce club that usually makes its trips to Pennsylvania and they can go down and have that super bargain. 
So there's even more of an economic impact and even more of a nutritional impact. So thank you all uh, for making this possible. Thank you for uh, beginning the network. Um, thank you for uh, continuing to be uh, banner waivers and um, advertisers because the more people who post on Instagram and say, uh, and reference to Produce Club and say, look what I have, this is amazing. Um, you know, go go talk to Two Produce Club, and he'll get you. He'll try to get you hooked up in your area. Um, hey, you know, if you're an hour and three quarters away from the wholesaler, maybe you can't go every week. But also, maybe you're a strategic person, just like I am, and you look for a city that's in between you. Like, let's say, let's look at the city that's halfway between you and, the, and, your, um, and your goal. And you go onto their Facebook page for that city and you say, I have an opportunity to buy produce at such and such a, um, such and such a price. Contact me. And what you're doing is you're motivating to get somebody in that city all jazzed up about the opportunity so that they go and they're like all jazzed up and thankful for you helping them save hundreds of dollars a week. And they'll help you out because they're, they're bringing it halfway. This is, this is so like share the, share the wealth, share the work. And everybody, you know, it's like, I don't even want to say Pony Express. It's like whatever you want to call it. But it's a strategy game, and it's also, you know, getting with like-minded people because not everybody in the world is um, eating plants morning, noon, and night. I, I don't understand it. I, I guess I'm, like, beyond weird, but I just don't understand the shoving, you know, big piles of dead animal, and it's just <sighs> ah, the main society with its decreasing options. Lovely. Well, that just goes with the main society. The main society is I'm, I'm like, goodbye, you can't deal with that anymore. Um, I will have, we will have to deal with it. It's part of the, it's part of the broom and dustpan work that we're going to have to do. Um, but right now, we're a little fragile idea and a little fragile uh, network that is actually saying look at what we're doing and that's what we're about right now what i want to do right now is i want to talk about what's next okay i was talking to quite a few people this weekend and cluing people in about the nature of conventional produce and the nature of organic produce they're all big corporate things, and they all use pesticides. Organic uses pesticides. Conventional uses pesticides. There's no big effort to make the ground fertile and uh, to put all that work into the ground to make it fertile so that you're actually getting a fertile ground 
uh, fertile immune system crop to eat. Some local, really, really small farms do it that way, but not not the stuff that you see in grocery stores, not the commercial level uh, mega mega fields deals. They do not do it that way. So the idea that is promulgated, the idea that is um, the myth, the mythological uh, beast called an organic um, field is supposedly one um, where unicorns prance and, and fairies dance about because there's no poison there. I'm sorry, uh, but I'm not sorry to basically tell everybody uh, where, what the reality of the situation is. Um, in order to have that situation where there's no toxin, you have to cultivate a relationship with the soil and have the full spectrum of all the soil life working so that the plant actually ha can form its stomach in the ground and feed itself and create an immune system so that Mother Nature's little bodhisattvas, the pests, come along and say, well, Mr. Plant, do you pass inspection? Do you have an immune system that can withstand me? And it walks up and gives the plant a little sniff test. And it says, this plant is rock and rolling. I'm not going to be a pest. I'm actually going to be a servant. And that pest proceeds to be a servant to that plant. But if the pest walks up to most plants on farms around here, around in, in you know conventional corporate farms, plant says, oh my gosh, there's that pest. Farmer, you know that I can't deal with that. And the farmer's like, yes, yes, little plant. I know you can't deal with that. That's why we have this national list of 50 substances that have been okayed to be sprayed on the quote-unquote TM uh, legal phrase called organically grown. Because then we can say to the unknowing public in the grocery store that these plants were organically grown and they will illusionarily think and um, one aside uh, for a moment for a quote from the, the great and the wonderful um, W.C. Fields. It is crime to leave the mark with a scent of his own money. End of quote. Now back to um, talking about illusions. So the illusion is they are not going to tell you that what you believe, because you have uh, a little bit of a, a lack of information, what you believe is actually false, because they want you to believe that that's actually true that the organic crops are not sprayed, and that's why they're charging you more money. <laughs> no, if they actually put the work into it to not spray those fields, it would be approximately like the cost of stuff at the farmer's market, where some of that stuff does come from, plant, from farms that don't spray. And you're like looking at me, and you got this, this wry expression on your face. You mean, you mean that expensive, Alan? Or like, stuff that we buy a very little bit of, I'm like, yeah, that expensive, where somebody has to really break their, really 
know what they're doing and really have a, a, a really intense relationship to actually be a farmer instead of a sprayer. A cedar, I mean, basically, um, co corporate farming is um, seed and spray. And it's a lot of hard work, but it is not um, live, live soil. It's dead soil. And it gives you um, plants that, when you eat them, create generation after generation with reduced um, immune system, immune, immuno capability. Well, golly gee, what do we have facing us right in our face? Reduced immuno capability. Uh, it's, it's, it's so simple. It really is very, very simple. So having explained that, once we get everybody eating more plants and all hooked up together so that we can talk to each other, what I want to do in my area is I want, and what I want to do for as many people as possible is I want to find the farm, the little teeny weeny farms that are not spraying. And I want to pump as much of our dollars into them as we possibly can and get as much crop out of them as we possibly can. Now, of course, across the United States, it's going to be very seasonal. And, you know, uh, north to south, it's also going to be very temperature sensitive. But then we're going to start a shipping network, obviously, right? Because the folks in the north still have to, have to get that good food in the wintertime. Okay, once the network gets to a certain size and we get this local natural process farm, because that's what these places are called, they have to have a name because it's not just farming anymore. It's natural process farming and the banner um, magazine for natural process farming, Acres USA. And the farm that I know about in Pittman, New Jersey, is called Muth, M-U-T-H. The farmer that I tried to work for on the West Coast is named Bob Kennard, C-A-N-N-A-R-D. There is a set of lectures that Bob has recorded. Um, the one you should start with is the one, you, so you basically put in on YouTube, Bob Kennard, uh, edible education, and that's about an hour and 20-something minutes. Watch that. That's him lecturing in front of a Berkeley class. So right now, I think this is an excellent time to take the break for the half hour. So that's what I'm going to do, and then I'm going to come back and do the second segment. So this is a song that I really enjoy, and it is called, it is by Dave the Bard, and it is called Green and Gray. See you in a few minutes.
around the first of May. A man in black came walking into a woodland glade. Following the sounds of pipes on this beautiful spring day. High from the music that they made. But what beheld him within that place? A look of recognition fell across his face. Oh, Lucifer, oh, Lucifer, why do you appear to me? For I am a man of God, a priest. I'm no devil, I'm
tune in to International Pagan Radio. You can hear your favorite artists such as Dave the Bard, Tawatha Dea, Spiral Rhythm, S.J. Tucker, Murphy's Midnight Rounders, and many, many more. Join us for exciting shows like Ask a Witch and Storytime with Rook as well. www.internationalpaganradio.com on the net or on TuneIn Radio on your mobile devices. Join us on Facebook and Twitter too. International Pagan Radio, all pagan, all the time. Welcome back to an emerging forest on the Spiritual Unity Radio Network. We hope everyone was able to stretch their legs and get a drink. And now, back to Alan. Thank you, Robin, for... Re- having everyone rejoin me. <laughs> it's time to rejoin Alan. Thank you, Robin. So, we were making a network, and we were having more people eat lots more plants because now the prices are lower. But that's still the same level of nutritional stuff that comes from the grocery store. It's plants, which are awesome. Yay, plants. But it's plants at a corporate level of nutrition. And that corporate level of nutrition is hooked up with the same, is allied with the mighty corporations called pharmaceuticals, called hospitals, called government, called ruling. And they've been doing it for many thousands of years, um, probably longer than that. And they've been taking the um, fertility of the situation down, 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 and down. And um, I'm sorry to say I've done enough research to know that, hey, there used to be like massive, massively bountiful um areas in Africa and the empire went there and did their capital there and made it into a desert. And every place the empire goes with its capitals, it destroys. Government, uh, nature by its very nature is flow and nature has no rules. And when you bring rules in, like government loves to bring rules in, it doesn't matter how things are supposed to function, government blocks those supposed functions. Morals basically things say things are good and things are bad. And they aren't. They are just supposed to be. Uh, and the lion is supposed to be a lion, not a uh, restrained and uh, prohibited slave not with taboo things that the lion cannot do. The lion is a mind. The lion must explore. The lion might figure out as the lion grows up that there are certain things that are not productive in the lexicon of possible actions. But you learn those things by deed 
and not by not by moral teaching because then you go to the next life and the rules will be different because the governments will be different so it's um it is a long journey it is an incredibly long journey to form a whole being to form who you are the creator of your reality to form a god you are a god that is my opinion not everybody's opinion you can have your own opinion but it's my opinion so i wish to explore a world with increasing fertility and i'm willing to do something about it and i'm hopeful that i'm hooking up with people who are also willing to do something about it not through any quote unquote misdeeds eating more plants and growing more plants and taking you know and basically saying no you can't you can't like prohibit us from growing more plants and shipping more plants. You can't, uh, and, you know, there's an economy out there. There's a many, many trillion dollar economy out there that is about um, ecosystem and um, uh, ecosystem destruction. The pharmaceuticals industries are huge. If you want to push it in the other direction, there's going to be some pushing back. So it's a pushing contest. Uh, I Earlier in my life, I was a naive person. I'm not a naive person anymore. I understand what wrestling is about. And I understand the, the phrase, you know, war is diplomacy by another means. So let's be realistic about what our goals are and let's be realistic about not being a moral person, about understanding that, we have arms and legs and everybody else has arms and legs. And when it comes time to use your arms and legs, um, you either understand your goal and you can use your arms and legs or you can't. And some people can't and some people can't. Um, so now that we have this network, now that we have all the itsy bitsy tiny farms getting money pumped into them and getting better product, I cannot begin to imagine even the mental state of ourselves at that point when we are manifesting ourselves with that much better food quality. And you, I know a person in my network right now who has a small amount of land. Can any of us imagine just planting a few acres of that small amount of land and pumping that food into our little East Coast network or wherever that network is going to go or contra- and contracting with Musk to get some product from them? These steps are obvious. Preserving the land is obvious. Respecting the land is obvious. All these things are very obvious for as next steps for us to do. And they will just take place much like my vision uh, several years ago. I don't know how many years ago when I just saw in a flash a network 
of people going to wholesalers. And I started mine, and I had to let go of my vision, but I just had to keep, as as my good friend uh, Ian Kingwell, Kingwell, who everybody should, uh, I-A-N-K-I-N-G-W-I-L-L, everyone should be listening, everyone should follow Ian and um, listen to his uh, short two-minute pep talks every day um, because he's like my he's like a mind reader <laughs> and he's a he's a extremely nice gentleman he's he's in Australia so he always he, he always speaks from tomorrow about and and talks to the past because as far as the screwy time system we're in um, he's always giving a lecture and it's always tomorrow morning at seven o'clock and he's on the beach gonna um, give a little talk and then go have a swim or go have a walk and I'm it's always like in the middle of the afternoon for me and um, I have we have a we have a good laugh when he he basically uh, speaks to those of us who are quote-unquote in the past and now there's a approximately 16 minutes left in the show. Now, of course, I do have a program two hours, so if there's anyone out there who is listening who wants to call in and talk about anything, the number here is 646-564-9714. That's 646-564-9714. And if anyone wants to say, hey, I want to be on the, the uh this radio program and have a YouTube video of what I say um, so that I can put it on my webpage so that I can have that product so that I can point people toward that. Um, be my guest. My email address is R-I-T-T-E-R period A-L-A-N 88 at gmail.com. Uh, and I am an emerging forest on YouTube. You can comment to me there. And I am... Alan Ritter, uh, the, uh, the studious-looking guy with a nice headshot in a suit on Facebook, and I am on Instagram as Two Produce Club, the number two produce club. No spaces, no hyphens, just Two Produce Club. It is... Here is what I feel when I walk away from taking a box of produce out to a vehicle for a customer. I feel um, incredibly grateful I am able to do uh, such work for people. And I almost feel like bowing, but I don't know who I should bow to. Uh, and it's also like, it's almost like I should bow to myself for putting myself in such a situation. Um, but it's the whole relationship. It's bowing to the other person and then bowing to myself for putting myself in the situation and who who all else am I supposed to bow to? 
uh, and just basically um, not basking in the sun, but basking in the sun of the moment and saying what a um what an amazing um, what an amazing thing to be able to um be a witness to um, such a um, the beginnings of such a movement uh in and such a change in consciousness um because I'm not going to settle because they're not going to, it's not going to be, Oh, I'll go back to bed. Um, it's not going to be, I'm going to fight for justice in the courts of the land. Because, I mean, you go into their arena and fight in their arena for justice. There's no justice. I want to be a lion. I want to have fertile opportunity. What I'm shooting for is something, is a, is a society that is unlike the society to the maximum because it is <clears throat> Pardon me. Un. Gosh, I mean, how do you say it? Unchained, unbound, unfettered. It's real plants. <laughs> it's pe- it's people taking responsibility for themselves instead of having to follow rules. oh, there's rules of enforcement. They can't do that to me if I do this. So I'll just like walk along the dotted line of the law and behave just like this and get away with it. Where you know you can't do that in in, in like a society where everybody's like, okay, you can't conduct your business like that because nobody will talk to you anymore. You can. You can walk that road. But then you're you, you people just wouldn't do that <laughs> because they know they would be held accountable for it. But now it's just like, well, I can just go about my business and nobody cares because everybody's just oblivious. I mean, you can't you cannot conduct yourself toward the population of dairy cows like this world conducts itself toward dairy cows. I mean I couldn't I could I mean I couldn't even begin to say would you have your daughter be a dairy cow? <laughs> right? I couldn't even begin to say that. Because that would be so impolite, and you know, and and her off and what would happen to her offspring if she's a dairy cow? 
I mean, that's the end of the conversation right now. Right now, there's no, there's no dairy cows. There's no exploitation of cannabis lupus to make all these domesticated dogs, right? It's all, it's all um, anti, it's all anti-fertility. It's just, it's just the, the tradition of anti-fertility, anti-fertilityism, or whatever word I want to make up, is so long. It's just so long, and you can step into a different vehicle going in a different way and it might not be mine and that's fine if it's not mine but if you want to go in a different direction that this present society is going you have to act if you don't act you're going in the same direction you have to act I would like to uh, end this program there's uh, some of the seven minutes and 45 seconds left in an hour. And I have another hour, but I'm probably not going to use it. I would like to thank um, Kim and Aaron. I would like to thank uh, my landlord, Tom, landlords, Tom, and my, my true landlord, Gina for housing the Produce Club for the last year. I would like to thank each and every one of my customers. I would like to thank the people who have jumped on the opportunity to uh, juice some pretty deep greens with me in the last week, a privilege that I will be extending to everyone in the Produce Club. Amazing chard, amazing dandelion, just amazing. And I ran out of chard really, really fast. And I was like, oh, no, I ran out of chard. And it's only Saturday. Amazing juice. Amazing, amazing juice. I would like to thank in Maryland, Melissa, and Heather, and at all, all of you in Maryland, thank you very much. Um, I'd like to thank Dusty and Miranda in Virginia. I would like to thank each and every other person who is has messaged me about consulting and the folks who are actively um, receiving uh, consulting, who are in the process of doing their homework and in the process of getting to a point where they're going to um, make some purchases. This is an amazing shift for me, person that's looking from this side to the other side, and this I know this is an amazing shift for each person who's going to find their way to wholesalers because I remember the change in my life and I am seeing the echoes of and reliving um, my change by having other people that I uh, consult with go through the same change and publish photos and just basically say things like, I'm ruined for going to the grocery store. 
And I talked with someone today, and I was actually able to conceptualize um, and explain uh, rather succinctly that once you get to be purchasing a certain amount of produce and more, you're actually purchasing the amount of produce that a restaurant does. And restaurants do not shop at grocery stores. They do not shop at retail outlets. So once you get to the point where you need half a box of celery, you, you, you've outclassed the super high-priced um, retailer. You're not just going there for the cherry on top. The produce is your cherry on top. Your one um, container of lettuce and your, um, your four oranges and your four apples and whatever and your, and your one watermelon. I mean, when you're buying a case of watermelon, when you're buying um, cases of berries, when you're, when you're buying cases of um, deep greens to juice, when you're juicing lots and lots of stuff and you're going through so much produce, the grocery store is not the place for you anymore. You have, you are, you have outclassed the, 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 the thing that is a retail grocery store. You need to find a wholesaler. You need to follow the, you need to either have a restaurant delivery truck come to your location if that is required, or you need to go to a wholesaler. Um, that is just the way it is. Um, and luckily enough, we can do that. And um, that's literally the solution. But as I have uh, hopefully laid out, um, it is not the end of the ladder. There are many, many more rungs on the ladder that we wish to grasp and rise to a different level of fertility by grasping those rungs. And I think I've outlined, hey, we're going to network up and then we're going to get everybody pumped with more um, organically grown produce. And then we're going to start doing different levels of fertility and ingesting those. Um, and then beyond that is beyond that is a, is a happy mystery, and it's a happy mystery that I hope that we'll start exploring um, in this very coming uh, growing season. Thank you, everyone, for your continued efforts. Uh, thank you, everyone, for continuing to publish. It is to run with the banner, to publish, is to be the, um, the person who shows themselves, to be the person who does the videos, is incredibly important to say, hey, we're active over here. Hey, I'm active down here. Hey, it works over here. Hey, it works in Virginia. Hey, it works in Pennsylvania. Hey, it works in Ohio. Hey, it works here, there, and everywhere. I'm getting this over here. What are you seeing over there? My name is Alan Ritter. I host a Sunday night podcast. 
blog on Blog Talk Radio on the Spiritual Unity Radio Network. It's called An Emerging Forest. I talk about themes that are about the upcoming emerging forest because that's one thing you haven't heard in the world in the last (laughs) recent history. It's about a forest that's increasing in size. All we hear about is how the forests are decreasing in size. That's not what we're about, is it? We're about having an increasing forest, another goal for us. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great weekend. Being in produce is very hard work, but never got anything that was worthwhile by not working hard. See you next week. Thanks for listening to the Spiritual Unity Radio Network. Join us seven nights a week for exciting programming covering a variety of expressions of faith. And remember, all manifestations of the divine are equally valid.